Hey, Faith Now followers, you guys are in for a treat today. Um, while I listened to this episode, I heard exactly what I felt like I needed to hear. It was, it was awesome. And Toby's topic for today is discovering your destiny and how you can have victory with the tools you have right now, with where you are right now. And that really spoke to me. Sometimes we feel like in order for me to be what God wants me to be, I have to have all of these things in line. And that's just not true. We learned that in scripture. And today, Pastor Toby is going to share that. And I know it encouraged me and I know it'll encourage you too. So get your Bible ready and follow along. And again, we thank you for listening. And let me just pass this over to Pastor Toby. Hey there, listeners. Pastor Toby here. I want to thank you for tuning in today. I hope I have some encouraging words for you. I want to try to motivate you, keep you encouraged. I've got a word from the Lord today, and it comes from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. The Bible says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, his power that is at work within us. You see, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is available to us today. And I really believe God is doing something good in your life today. There's a story I'd like for you to read at some point today or in the next couple of days. It's found in Exodus chapter 4. Those first 10 verses particularly, verses 1 through 10, talks about a man in the Bible who was meant to shake the nations. A man that was meant to sit with kings. A man that was meant to lead millions of people. A man meant to be revered amongst all other men. But at the time we meet him in the text... He's a runaway criminal hiding in the woods. How could you have such a great destiny and be in such a horrific situation? And I want to remind you that the predicament that you're in right now does not define your destiny. The greatest pastor leader of the Old Testament was pretty messed up, pretty jacked up. But we're all jacked up. I'm talking about Moses. You see, if I was God and I was going to pick someone to address kings and lead millions out of bondage, to negotiate deliverance, never would have picked Moses. He stuttered. He had a speech impediment. I mean, you'd be old by the time he'd get a sentence finished. But not his speech impediment was the most disturbing thing about Moses. You know, they say the most formative years of a person are the early years as a child. In the first few years of life, everything matters. Right down to playing classical music while pregnant affects the IQ, they say, the intellect. They say the colors in the room, the way you talk to babies... Now, if we use that standard, Moses would never be a great leader because he was a basket case, literally. He was hidden as a baby. In the shadows hidden in blankets, he was on the hit list of Pharaoh to be killed. And his mama's hiding him, Moses, hidden as a baby. His identity hidden, his greatness hidden, his destiny hidden, his purpose hidden. It wasn't like he was bounced around and played with and nurtured and talked to like a 
normal baby, whatever normal is. He spent his early months hidden in the house. Then his mama puts him in a basket in a river with snakes and crocodiles and alligators all by himself to float down the river. He was abandoned, he was hidden, and he was adopted. He was an Egyptian by situation, but a Hebrew by birth. If you read the story, you know how that adoption took place, how he was found there in the river. Now, that's confusing for a kid growing up. What language, what culture, what God, what religion would he end up with? His name, Moses, means to be drawn out. I think when greatness is inside of you, it has to be drawn out. Why make Moses a leader? He was confused he was a confused failure. And he tried to make and take matters into his own hands on one particular day when he ends up murdering a man in Egypt and he had to run for his life. He leaves Egypt as a refugee on the run, a criminal on the hit list of the king. And he leaves Egypt and he tries to make a new life for himself. There are some things that God has put in you and in me that has not been drawn out yet. 30 years I've been in ministry and I still have things in me that have yet to be drawn out. That's why I woke up this morning and I didn't wake up dead. Because God has another day to give me another chance to draw it out. It's another day today for you to be still drawing it out. If you hang around me very long, you're going to see sides of me you've never seen because I'm still coming into my own. <coughs> at the time, we find Moses on the backside of the desert. We know he's 80 years old, at least, because he spent 40 years in Egypt and 40 years on the backside of a desert. So he's 80 when, we, when he finally got it together. 80 years old when he finally got it together. So you know, don't sit there and listen to this podcast and look surprised because you're 52 and you're still confused. I mean, you're 61 years old and crazy as a drunk bed bug. He's 80 years old. And any of you who think you got it all together and you got it all figured out, I got a newsflash for you. It takes a long time to figure life out. So give yourself some time. Stop trying to be so smart so soon. It takes a while to come into your own. It takes a while to draw out who you are. You know, the burning bush experience, God in the burning bush appears to Moses and tells him at nearly 80 years old, God unfolds his destiny. Amazing. Amazing. Now, you see, it's easy for me to preach more now that I'm at 56 than I was at 26. Because I'm old enough now to realize 
it's going to take longer than I thought it would when I was 26. That there's still some areas in my life that God and I still have to sit down and talk about. You see, I'm still being fathered. See, I'm talking to my real people today. I'm wanting people, listen, some people with gray hair that's still doing some dumb stuff. That God is still fathering you. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Listen, I'm better than I used to be. I'm smarter than I used to be. I'm wiser than I used to be. I'm brighter than I've ever been. But I haven't mastered it yet. I'm still working on it, even right now. And so are you. In essence, God has given Moses this huge assignment to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And he gave the assignment to someone who was running and hiding. To someone who's confused and insecure and intimidated. And to someone who has stuff he hadn't worked it all out yet. And God gave a big assignment to someone who was so small. So if you're feeling small inside, it doesn't mean that you don't have a great call on your life. Exodus chapter 4 verses 1 through 10 teach us that. Moses answers and he says, what if they don't believe me or listen to me, God? What if they say the Lord did not appear to you? And the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? It's as if God didn't even hear him. He says, what is that in your hand? And Moses says, it's a staff. And the Lord said, throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it. Moses started running. And when you start running from stuff, when you start running from everything, You start running, you're going to run and run and run from everything. That's why you've got to stop. Listen, you need to stop running and face whatever it is and deal with whatever it is in your life. Because if you run from Pharaoh, if you run from the serpent, you're going to run from love and you're going to run from life. You're going to run from problems. You're going to run from responsibilities. You're going to run, run, run. When are you going to stop running? Moses, you'll never be Moses if you keep running from stuff that scares you. Moses, you'll never be great if you keep running from stuff that scares you. You're running from something that God gave you. Verse 4 says that the Lord said to him, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. I was scared and I was running from something and now you want me to grab it. Visualize this. I mean, how many of you would want to grab a snake by the tail? But I'm going to tell you something, guys. God can call you to grab stuff that you're scared of. Verse 5, Moses reached out. And he took a hold of that snake and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This, said the Lord, is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Now, let's go back and process what we've heard. God, I would do it, but what if they won't believe me? But was it really that they would not believe? Or is Moses just imposing on them something that's really coming from inside of him? Whatever you've been saying about them might really be you. They won't accept me. They won't love me. They'll never embrace me. 
Listen to me, guys. You'll never get anyone to embrace you until you embrace yourself. You'll never get someone to love you until you love yourself. You'll never get someone to accept you until you accept yourself. You'll never get anyone to believe in you until you believe in yourself. You're the they. Your they might be you in disguise. God said, I want you to go speak for me. Moses said, they won't believe me. God doesn't even respond to what he said. He says, what's that in your hand? God says, let's do some self-inventory of what you do have. What is in your hand? If I don't get anything else accomplished in this talk today on this podcast, I ask you, what is in your hand today? Before you assign destiny, what is in your hand? Because somebody can take what's in your hand and win. While you keep crying about what's not in your hand, because God says, I don't need anything that's not in your hand to bless you. God uses what's already in your hand. I feel like I'm talking to somebody today. What is in your hand? I mean, if you don't get anything else today, do a self-assessment. I want you to do a self-assessment. See, all those voices that's been telling you what's not in your hand, telling you what you don't have, God doesn't need anything that's not in your hand to bless you. Your blessing is hidden in what is in your hand. The problem is you have a limited perspective of what's in your hand. You think it's just a stick. You think it's just a rod. God says, I want to show you the potential of what is in your hand. And he tells him to throw it down. It's a powerful thing. This is a powerful thing. And Moses doesn't learn this in private. Listen, it's going to mess him up in public. Because he gets down to the Red Sea and he's going to have to use that same stick to part the Red Sea. And if he doesn't have any confidence in private, he won't have any confidence or power in public. You're going to need what you got. And you got more than you think you do. You got more. And listen, you can do more than you think you can do. You can have more than you think you can have. The problem is not coming from what they believe. It's coming from what you believe. Step into your destiny. Step into your destiny today. And discover your destiny. It's a great way to live your life. Stay strong. Stay faith strong. Thank you for listening again. And we hope you go out and apply this message starting right now. Face those fears. We believe in you. God believes in you. So you should believe in you too. And you don't have to do this alone. You can come out and join us this weekend. We have a traditional service at 9 a.m. and a contemporary service at 1030 a.m. If you need our locations, you can find all of that information on our website, faithchurchnow.com. And if you can't make it in person, you can also watch our live stream broadcast. Uh, we broadcast our live stream every Sunday at 1030 a.m. Central Time, also on our website, faithchurchnow.com. Or if you have Facebook, you can find our page and watch us there as well. So we hope you go walk in faith and remember to stay strong, faith strong.